Hey everyone, you're listening to episode number 40 of the Elysium Project podcast, the Elysium Vision with Austin James and myself, Brian Johnson. Please be sure to visit us online at www.elysiumproject.ca. Our brand new website and marketplace is now live featuring fair trade products from artists and artisans all around the world. 10% of your purchase goes towards charity always. www.elysiumproject.ca And we're live. Rolling. Episode 40 of the Elysium Project podcast. A little welcome back into 2022 here. I am Brian Johnson, and I'm joined with our new co-host, Austin James. Welcome to the podcast, good lad. Thank you very much, brother. Yeah. <laughs> My good lad. My good lad. Absolutely. My good lad. I just came home from uh, a few weeks out on the west coast of Canada in the Vancouver area where Austin is located. We sent, spent some amazing times out there in nature, in the beautiful rainforest, grounding, just sharing good vibes, good intention as we move into mm. the, I was going to say the second half of this year, but we're not even there yet. It's still just May. We're just up, man. We are We're just getting started. We are, and it's a very very different tone, I would say, than mm -hmm. the last two years because you know, especially going out there, traveling out to Vancouver, and as many people are, you know, traveling now, borders are more open. It just feels like the world is a little bit. We've kind of moved beyond COVID, which is which is a very refreshing thing to say, I think, for for everyone, <laughs> you know. Right. Right. As far as as far as we know, so far anyway. Yeah, maybe we're. Who know? Who knows what we're in for? We're next. in for wave seventeen <laughs> or something. <like> that. <laughs> yeah, you never know. You never know. But never know. it's all about living, living for the moment, right? That's what that's what we're about. Just being present and uh, offering the the platform for artists and visionaries to come on board to the Elysium Project podcast and the website which by the way is uh, we have a brand new website at www.elysiumproject.ca. Check it out. Mm. And, uh, and yeah, I'm just really, really happy to uh, officially kind of welcome you onto the show and into, into the family of Elysium project. Thank you, brother. Yeah. I am super, super grateful for this opportunity to just share create and connect with not only all the members of our community, but also with myself through the members of the community and through uh, this whole experience. So I'm, I'm really blessed and grateful to be able to share this space with you, brother. Yeah, 100%. We had, uh, we had a cool podcast a couple episodes ago. Of, I think we were talking about NFTs and cryptocurrency and that whole Web 3.0 chat episode. I guess it would be 38. So our listeners should definitely check that out if they want to get to know a little bit more about Austin and I and where we met. But other than that, we're just kind of going to jump into this episode and start talking about the Elysium vision and what we're really about because a lot of people have asked me that over over these last few years what it, what exactly is elysium project what exactly are you doing and um and that's what we're going to talk about today from the perspective totally, yeah. of two people who are 
currently involved with this. And I can only imagine in the coming months and years that this this family and community will only continue to grow. And I'm really, really excited about that again as COVID has sort of eased down a bit and we can we can have festivals again and gatherings. And, uh, you know, I think the where there's uh, as as you kind of brought up just before we started talking here, there's a real rebirthing happening on the planet right now. And uh, definitely. And uh, sometimes, you know, there's a quote that I really like, the night is always darkest before the dawn. And I think that that's kind of ties into the duality of, of life here on earth. You know, sometimes things have to get really dark and, and, uh, and really crappy for lack of a better word until, in, in order until and in order to see and appreciate the light and on a sort of collective scale i kind of think that's that's what's been happening the last few years things got really dark for a lot of people and and it still is and it's tough but that's what we're all about not the darkness but (laughs) helping people Mm. to see the light and uh and really um bring that into this world Mm. Yeah, absolutely, brother. That's a that's a powerful acknowledgement of what exactly is going on on Earth right now. Because nobody could have possibly predicted any of this, mm, no doubt, in 2019 <laughs> or anything that's that's been occurring. Like it is just so bizarre, and it's the most beautiful thing. Because yeah, I think a lot of people did get plunged into some some form of darkness. I know I have absolutely 2021 was crazy being in 2022. It feels like we're just in a whole other Mm -hmm. space. It does. And I think that's one of the most craziest things to talk about and acknowledge is like, there is definitely some, some expansion of consciousness rippling throughout the entire planet. And it threw in my own individual life, my own experience and collectively it's like we're all human beings going through this wild shift and it's almost like hard to it's almost hard to like explain what that even means but i can guarantee if anybody hears this and they they even like they they know what i'm talking about you know if if that if like whatever that thing is that can't be explained like if they feel that and they resonate with with this idea of evolving and evolution and expanding of consciousness like they know what i'm talking about and that's what we're in right now. And that is, uh, yeah, it's just the craziest, it's the craziest sensation. I don't even know. Uh, it's something that's hard to explain. And I think it's just something that's a very personal and subjective experience individually, but we're also collectively experiencing this too. So I'm, I don't know, I'm just beyond excited, mm-hmm. almost lost for words for where where this ride is going to take us yeah well that's a great way of putting it i mean words are words are limited in what they can describe and convey Mm. and it's it's really uh a feeling that one can feel especially when i was out on the west coast and in nature in the rainforest just looking over the vast expanse of the pacific ocean you can't help but feel this sense of awe of the magnificence of this this planet and universe that our creator has has put upon us and how how insignificant we really are but yet how how connected we all are everything is connected to that sort of circle of life gaia the planet the universe Mm -hmm. and um and how really 
um, in terms of using that ocean kind of metaphor, we're all sort of waves connected to one vast ocean. And I often like to say we are all like little puzzle pieces. No one has the full picture. No one has all the answers, but each of us are a little piece to the puzzle. And we all have mm. uh, really an equal gift within each one of us. It's, it's different for each. We're all different, of course, but within each mm. of us, we're all equally important and bring an equal presence and, and, and sort of, I'm not sure the word I'm looking for, but we all are a part of this story, this great story of life. Yeah. And for me, when I had the idea of Elysium project and what I've kind of always yes. wanted to, um, engender in the way that I show up in the world is just giving everyone a voice because I believe that everyone has, has a story, a really cool story mm -hmm. usually. And, uh, it doesn't matter if you're Joe Rogan or who, whatever your social media status is, um, just bring right. people on the podcast to really share, share who they are and what they're passionate about. And, uh, even though we've, we've only done, you know, we're on episode 40 now, I'm just, I've had so much fun and, uh, it's been so enlightening speaking to people from all these different walks of life and, and really learning from them um, what they're passionate about, because I'm going to be the first to say, especially in recent years, I've, I've become trying to anyways, become more and more humble. And I'll be the first to say that, like, I don't know, I definitely don't have all the answers. So I absolutely love having conversations with people and learning from them and just really hearing what it is that, that they're passionate about and that they're doing in this very limited time that we all have here in in these bodies yeah absolutely brother that's uh that's that's something that i was journaling about just this morning mm -hmm. is like this idea that i've been um in my interactions with people it was like it's like i'm meeting everybody that comes into my experience exactly meeting them exactly where they're at so to speak but also meeting them as if they were like the one you know like the wisest one the creator mm -hmm. in a sense like this like thought came to me and and uh yeah like i think showing up in that way for other people like i mean imagine imagine that right like you're coming face to face with like the creator let's say like just divinity mm -hmm. you know that's what I feel like we all are. We're all just some spark of source energy. We're all just a spark of divinity with all of our, with like the wildest medicine. We each are such unique, beautiful beings with such divine gifts to offer. And if I show up, I'm realizing if I show up to people in that way, like with this openness and trust in this person, regardless of how intelligent they are or conscious or unconscious, but rather just like showing up from this place of radical acceptance and radical um trust maybe i guess you could say in just this person's path and acknowledging the wisdom and the gifts that this person has like showing up in that way even if this person isn't connected to their medicine in that way or not connected to their inner genius but i show up in this way like i feel i feel like it's just a yeah it's just something i was kind of sitting with and contemplating with this morning and just like how much of a gift that might be for them you know just to show up for each other in that way right totally. like yeah meeting meeting them exactly where they're at but also as if they are 
the one. Yeah. As, Which I think they are. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. As you're saying that, it was reminding me of that that old song from the 90s, What If God Was One of Us? You know that? <laughs> what, if, <laughs> what if God? Yeah, was totally. One of yeah. Us? Yeah. Which, which I that's think. That's a cosmic joke. Like, that's what I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 100%. And uh, yeah, you know, uh, you, you really do uh, show up in that way for people. I, I've observed it. And I think that's what mm-hmm. kind of, attracted to me me to you in in a working sort of way and wanting to involve you in the project because it was very in line with uh how mm-hmm. i've always tried to to show up and treat people and um it's yeah. it's very uh taoist uh in a way which is it is really yeah uh, the the taoism and tao te ching um is really one of my all-time favorite books of wisdom from from the great ages <laughs> i think we were going to talk about that too a little bit no um just in terms of what what brought each of us to this point mm-hmm. oh wow you know i think for me in this path like i could i could dial back on over the last couple of years because really it was for me it was the last couple of years that like my spiritual journey i guess you could say my own path and my own expansion like it just, it expanded exponentially, you know, faster. I, I kind of came into my own, I started this path of like awakening and remembering to the truth of who I am back when I was like 17 years old, but I was still so young. And so, so early on in this journey, it didn't really feel like until I turned 24, 25, you know, that I actually started experiencing something far more meaningful in such a such a profound way that it feels like I only just recently began my journey. And I would say a lot of, a lot of the, the energy, energy that I'm in right now and the space in which I'm operating from is really, I mean, a lot for me, a lot has been around plant medicine and being in ceremony Mm. and uh, having such direct profound experiences through medicine is, uh, kind of kind of what brought me to where i'm at right now yeah you know yeah it's a hundred percent it's funny that you say that 100%. of all our podcasts the most popular is the microdosing of magic mushrooms it's just such a hot topic right now Psychedel- right. psychedelics and and theogens and the sort of expansion of mm-hmm. consciousness through through u- utilizing plant medicines which have been used all throughout human history and we've had this very brief period in the 1900s where the governments decided to say well these things are really bad you should definitely not do them and grouping grouping things like cocaine and heroin to all together with psilocybin mushrooms <laughs> and lsd and other other um entheogens in that way <laughs> and we're seeing now sort of people come it's it's unbelievable if you if you look up like the research that's going on on psychedelic medicine is Mm -hmm. just blown up because they they were they were on the right track in the 60s they were starting to research okay lsd this is really interesting Mm -hmm. what can this do for people and then the government just kind of as we talked about we were joking about when we were out in vancouver the pineapple express movie when he's the guy's smoking the joint and then in the bunker and the u.s government just denied (laughs) you know um, put a stamp stamp (laughs) out on it but uh 
there's a lot of a lot of benefit it seems we are discovering from these uh um different plant medicines that uh when used consciously and in the right mm -hmm. set and setting and ceremony and so forth are really yeah. uh, helping to to helping in this great shift yeah i mean i think what's so wild about plant medicine is that it it's like this fast track that has the potential to place the individual face to face with like the truth it's like psychedelics thin this like veil that that creates this illusion type experience and it like it gets rid of that veil and you just see what's there all the time it's like these transcendental type experiences that many people experience through plant medicine it's it's like that level of transcendence and that level of revelation and you know direct experiential feeling is it's it's accessible to us all the time it's here all the time it's just the eternal now moment and like i think with plant medicine it just has the potential to give somebody that like basically just a, an experience of the divine you know Absolutely. and 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 i i could just only say like it's just a feeling of oneness it's like it's like a total remembering and acknowledgement of like i am the creator i am god i am source i am not separate from whatever it is that created me like i'm a part of this and and then so it's like just this total experience of the oneness of of all creation but then coming back into my own individual experience it's like coming into the acknowledgement of taking that energy of like i am the creator and i am the creator in my unique vessel as austin james in this moment in this specific sequence of life you know i'm just playing my part i'm i'm experiencing the all through me kind of thing and plant medicine has the ability to really help help me understand what what the fuck that even means cuz that's a big thought like mm. like i think to come into contact with the divine like you can only this is one of those things that you can only use words so much <laughs> to describe right like you it's it's very hard it's like with bufo 5meo dmt like it's extremely difficult to actually describe what that feeling feels like mm -hmm. other than like coming face to face with god or like feeling feeling all of creation all at once like it you can't like the the mind can't like articulate that thing in a set amount of English words or whatever, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it's just, so it changes a person. It changes a person from the inside out and, uh, and really just helps, helps me to remember completely. Mm. And so, so that like, as of most recently, that's been a big part of my own path and, uh, it's, yeah, it's, it served me immensely well. Yeah. That's really cool. One of the guests that has been on the show a couple times, his name is Warren Zinger, and uh, he's supported, he's been involved in the project since the beginning, uh, supported us. But he always used the words, which I, I liked. He said that, uh, you know, the plant medicines were kind of like the heavy lifting and meditation was mm -hmm. sort of his cardio type thing. And yeah. I think it's kind of a good analogy. Because, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I, I totally yeah. agree. Um, and yeah it's just it's really cool to see the literal explosion of uh psychedelic <laughs> research right now and uh you know not just from the new age spiritual community but from scientific universities and mm -hmm. studies that are happening all over the world looking at how these things can really impact 
people's uh, mental health in such such a profoundly positive way. So, yeah, it's exciting times. Yeah, yeah, it makes you wonder why they were classified as like alongside what whatever what did, what did you say they were like Schedule One drugs? Oh or yeah, like, they they were I mean, all thrown into the same category of being just um, dangerous drugs, which. Um, <laughs> uh, so it's, uh, but God I forbid even one person wakes up to the truth of this whole, <laughs> you know, mystery of life and yeah. realizes they are everything and that they cannot die <laughs> and that they, there's never anything to fear and that they're just pure light and unconditional love. God forbid, because even one person fully realizing that like one fully awakened human being can offset millions of people mm. all around the world and that's not even just something i made up like that is an actual fact and i can't remember i don't know if i i remembered or i don't know if i learned that through like power versus force like one person calibrating at at like the at at 600 kind of thing based on that scale of consciousness can offset like millions of people all around the world like that's the power of doing like this work and coming into truth like really aligning oneself with the truth of who they are like that is the power so when we do our own healing at the deepest levels we are actually doing a lot of healing for the whole planet for everybody for absolutely everybody like l had when l and i had an experience in one of our own plant medicine journeys like there was a moment where I can't remember how it even happened, but we were just sitting with each other. I was holding her kind of around her hips and our foreheads were touching and she had this thought and she fully, you know, it was just this huge cathartic release and she was like wailing, bawling her eyes out. And, you know, she was fully, she fully surrendered herself to me kind of thing. And it was such a huge purging release for her because she described it as not only was this like the most cathartic release and her giving her her heart her everything to me in trust to me in our own relationship but she was doing this for the whole mm. the whole planet like for all the women for just that like it was this mending of a of this deep trust trust wound between the masculine and feminine you know what i mean except mm -hmm. we met each other in this deeply medicinal sort of psychedelic space and so it was just this wicked t twin flame type energy, like the masculine holding all the space for all the women in the world and her purging for all the women of the world, all between her and I. And it was the most profound, electrifying experience. Like it was, we both, and we've both sat with Bufo and 5MEO and done tons of psychedelics, but like this moment that her and I shared was, it was just like, it was more powerful than even that. Like that's how in, in, in our own personal experience, like it really felt like we did just like mend and collapse old programming and old paradigms just in that moment of like, just this in-depth remembrance of mm. the truth. It, it's, it's like, that was probably my best way that I could try to explain that experience, but it was profound mm. and it was intense. And it was like, wow like after it happened we talked about it and we just knew that this like what we just felt and it was total contact with the divine like it was that like i became this like i became this almost like a shiva type archetype like this massive universal container for shakti you know for for the feminine and she she represented the entirety of creation and it was just this 
-hmm. (laughs) It was wild, but that's what I mean. It's like by doing this internal work, we are actually affecting all physical matter. We're affecting the entire planet. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think it's so important that, you know, we dive into these places and you definitely, you don't need plant medicine for any of this. Mm -hmm. This is just, this is all around us all the time. Like your buddy said, right? Like the, the plant medicine was the heavy lifting and the meditation is like his cardio. Yeah. Keeping up with it. Right. Exactly. uh, Which I think is, is really important and often perhaps overlooked among, um, people who practice plant medicine a lot is just like these experiences are of course, <clears throat> excuse me, of course, very beautiful, but then taking what you got out of that experience and yeah. reintegrating it into your day-to-day life. Like, how does this yeah. make me a better person tomorrow and a, a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, taking what you've learned from that and learning to foster that into your actions, which is where, like we talked about with the cardio yes. cardio analogy, I think we need some sort of daily spiritual practice, whether it's yoga or meditation or there, there's a, literally the list is endless. You could do many number of things and much, much like how psychedelics were um, made illegal and, and people didn't really go there too much for many years. Mm-hmm. I think with uh, religion too, in a way in the West, that there is a generation or several generations that maybe pulled back from it. And I think that that might've been more of pulling away from, you know, perhaps some of the stuff with Catholicism and the church that, that maybe didn't quite resonate with people. And I'm not saying that, Mm. that there's anything wrong with those things. I know so many um, practicing Christians that that really do it in a beautiful way. But in general, I think a lot of people in the West, because we were founded on Christianity, just sort of pulled away from that. Like, this doesn't quite resonate with me that that I, whatever the, that religion in particular espouses. So we have a group of a generation or two of people who were without any form of spirituality. And I think mm-hmm. that that showed up in the world around us through a lot of the chaos that and and day to day um i want i want to just say you know depression and dis feeling disconnected and much like our sort of coming back to this place of honoring plant medicines i think people in general are just coming back to a place where they're honoring what you talked about earlier that mm. i i see God within you and I see God within myself and all around me I see God and when I say God um, I I do like to use the word God I know many people don't because they it brings up a vision of some bearded man in the sky but when I when I use that word I'm not personifying God in any means I'm just using it as a word of that that ever-present force that seems to be the life force connecting us all and uh, so it's really, yeah, I guess what I was just saying is much like the plant medicines and how there's a reemergence of that. There's definitely a reemergence of people who were disconnected from spirituality because religion didn't, for whatever reason, resonate with them that are finding their way back. And I think that's such a beautiful thing and that there are so many avenues, like we said, whether it's yoga or meditation, all of 
both of those, I mean, have also exploded in the past 20 years. And it's just, it's, it's really beautiful that, that it is happening and that, um, these changes are taking place. Mm. Yeah. Well said brother. Well said. Yeah. And just to touch on what you said at the beginning there, I think, uh, that's worth highlighting is the integration process after a powerful medicine journey with any type of psychedelic, um, really taking the time to acknowledge what happened and, and understand what you've learned Mm -hmm. really like sit and write about what, what you saw, what you experienced. Um, you know, and, and I think the, those types of experiences are more common. Um, I mean, it's also so subjective, right? Cause you could be at a rave doing mushrooms <laughs> or MDMA or something. And like, that's going to give you one experience. Right. Right. But then there's other settings where you might be in a more intimate container in a ceremonial type setting. And then that will give you another experience. But regardless, I mean, whether you're using them recreationally or, or ceremonially, it's uh, I think it's, it's definitely worth to worth integrating and taking time to like almost respect that experience mm-hmm. and respect what, what just occurred and, and learn exactly how to integrate it. Cause I think when we're on the, when we're on these medicines, like we're flying in the ethers, like we are just like, you know, we're, we're traveling, like our third eyes are just squeegeeing and we're just, we're just elsewhere. Right. And then to come back into the body, once we've jur- completed our journey to come back into the body and really just ground and sit with that, and I find like using hoppe uh, after a ceremony is is huge. Like that was like, in in our most recent um, experience together, like we used hoppe at the end, and we'd never done that before. And that was like the perfect way that we just closed this container after experiencing that. And and it really helped us to just, you know, take in that experience that we shared and to, you know, fully acknowledge it and but also close the container. And then you know now that's the work is like we tasted the divine we we came into contact with the truth of 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 our beings of of our experience now how do we bring that into our everyday life and embody that deeper and learn how to show up in this way all the time because mm-hmm. there's no reason why not to yeah it's pu- pure inspiration totally yeah it's creative energy creative energy man life force energy 100% yeah and it just to sort of segue now onto yeah. onto sort of another subject, I think that that really sort of touches on what what you said, changing changing ourselves and uh, really doing the work on ourselves so that we can uh, forward that into the world around us. Totally. Um, and I'm I want to say equally as passionate or concerned about many of the social issues of our day world hunger and starvation for example like the the statistics around that are just so Mm -hmm. saddening to me that we have tens of thousands of people a day in the world that are perishing due to hunger and starvation related causes i mean that's just wild when we have the uh the means and the resources available to to tackle that but we choose to turn a blind eye on it and you know issues with how we're treating or mistreating our environment um 
the increasing wealth gap, all of these issues, you know, are very concerning to me and definitely uh, things that I'm passionate about discussing on the podcast as well. In addition to, you know, what we, what we discussed earlier about the spiritual understanding of, of oneself and coming to that uh, deeper understanding of who one is and how they fit into the world around them. I think that, yeah, the mission statement earlier on in Elysium Project was to leave our planet and its society in better condition than we found it. So for sure, for me, these, uh, you know, the diversity of issues that we're discussing and tackling on this podcast, I really enjoy the fact that we are able to um, address all these different angles. Mm. Yeah, I hear you, man. I hear you. I think a lot of people probably share the same rhetoric and share the same dismay and confusion. I think I've I've come to a place in my own journey where I've re- fully fully recognized that I have absolutely zero control over the big things that go on outside of me. Like there will there will always be chaos. I and I mean not always, but it's uh you know there always has been chaos and there will continue to be more chaos and i really just think that's the we're, we're like I, like we said at the very beginning of the podcast is we're, we're i really feel like we're in the growing pains of of a huge collective birth like like planet earth itself is going through her own rebirthing process right and we're all a part of gaia we're all a part of this planet so we're all going through it and what i've learned is that I've, I, what I've learned to accept is that there's nothing like I'm not going to be the one who stopped the war in Ukraine or who's going to stop world hunger and whatnot. All the only thing that I do have control over is my own internal condition. And like we said at the beginning of the show is like, if I consistently show up for other people from this place of just like unconditional acceptance and love and appreciation for who that person is, and I give them the space to be fully seen and accepted and loved, like that can profoundly change a person's life and experience. And that, in my opinion, is how we're going to change the world and how we're going to change everything. It's not going to be from some billionaire philanthropist because we, I, I, I feel we already have the resources in the world to eradicate world hunger 10 times over. Like, I just think there's so much corruption, so many political agendas, all kinds of stuff that the general public has no idea about that is taking place and playing itself out behind the scenes. And it's all serving a purpose. It's all serving a role in this divine orchestration of of events leading to a triumphant, you know, ending. Maybe you could look at humanity as like, we're all, we're all on this like, hero's journey type experience and and i feel uh i feel like we are i feel like we really are not only in our own individual lives in our own subjective experience but also collectively so yeah and that's why i'm so blessed to be to be sharing the space with you brother is because we actually have the opportunity to to do this on a on a bigger platform to reach you know hundreds thousands hopefully someday hundreds of thousands of people and, uh, you know, we, we start here, we start from within always. Yeah. 
kind of always reminds me of a quote by Mother Teresa. And what that quote is, is we cannot do great things in this world. We can only make small changes with great love. Mm. And it always kind of brings it back to the to the individual in in my opinion and and you know what what can i do what little small part can i play today to help uh make this world a better place and with that being said i just wanted to share a few of the ways that we at elysium project are sort of trying to do our part to tackle some of the uh aforementioned issues so one of the the big things that we we finally got going here is we have our website up at www.elysiumproject.ca check it out mm-hmm. um it's been a goal of mine for a while to have an online marketplace on there in which you can support artists and artisans all around the world through uh fair trade purchasing practices and i'll just kind of read the dictionary definition of fair trade Fair trade is basically trade between companies in developed countries and producers in developing countries in which fair prices are paid to the producers. So it's really the opposite of what the trade practices that we've been using in the West for a long time, where we're sort of paying these, as we call them, you know, sweatshop factory workers pennies per day for their for their work and uh really trying to flip that around and pay fair fair living wages mm. to to people in these developing countries that are producing products and, and services that we are utilizing around the world making sure they're ethical sustainable and i really believe in that we also have art on the website um i am an artist myself actually the only art that is currently on there is my own but we will hopefully in time really expand that as well as the fair trade products and as of right now we have uh we partnered with a company called z dzi from um they export tibetan items from uh tibetans who i believe are exiled in the northern part of india right now and uh, we've got some beautiful singing bowls on there we look forward to having more of their products on there there's a little bio about them you can learn about them and just really expanding this marketplace to create a global community of ethical fair trade products also 10 percent of our purchase revenue will always go to support charity and one of the charities that we've decided to choose this year in 2022 is a charity that's always been near and dear to my heart and that is the fruit tree planting foundation it was actually founded by david wolf and um, essentially what they do their goal is obviously to plant fruit trees all around the world particularly in developing communities and of course that gives a beautiful supply of sustainable food as well as what's better for the environment than planting trees so that is uh the charity we've chosen for this year I think we're going to switch it up every year or perhaps give people choices for what charity they want to support. But uh, yeah, those are just some of the ways we are at Elysium Project trying to do our little part to make the world a better place. Beautiful, man. Beautiful. So, Austin, 
given that you're going to be hosting some upcoming episodes here on the Elysium Project podcast. I'm curious if there's anyone in particular that you'd like to give a shout out, share with the audience that you're really looking forward to bringing on soon and sharing their story. Yeah, definitely, man. (laughs) The first thought of the person that I'm really hoping, like I haven't confirmed it with him yet, um, L L had a while ago, but I, I got to follow up with him. But my buddy's uh, Spectrum, he's that rap artist who's from from Las Vegas, and uh, he's just he, it's like it, it's a perfect. He to- his style and his message and his work totally complements the energy of a lot of the things we spoke about today. And uh, really, it's just about that awakening to to oneness, awakening to the one, like the deepest levels of empowerment. And uh, I'm, I'd be so curious to get to know him better and to see where this journey began for him because his music, like, like Elle, Elle and I just love the guy, man. We think he's one of the best, best artists, best hip hop artists out there because his message and his, his artistry and his inner genius just really speaks to our inner genius. And it really speaks to our, and it, and it really helped us like, you know, just feel things. So I'm just, I'm, his name's Philip, and I'm really excited to just, you know, get to, uh, get to know him, man. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm looking, I'm looking forward to that. One of the, some of the feedback I've had previously from listeners, they really like how uh, diverse the show is in terms of just really, like we said, bringing on anyone who has a story um, and who's doing, who's doing something that they love to, to really try and, bring more love to the world so it's really cool that we can bring you know rap artists and scientists and artists (laughs) really whoever yeah you know so everybody man everybody everybody has a place within the elysium project man everybody has a space to be seen and uh yeah again it's just i'm so grateful for the opportunity to share and connect and create together man it's gonna be really cool it is yeah Did you have anything in specific that you'd like to uh, bring up? I know I do have one more thing I'd like to talk about, but I just wanted to check with you if there was anything in specific that you're itching to share with the listeners today. I honestly feel really complete. I mean, if there's any last imparting words I could share with our viewers is to just my encouragement to just be yourself at the deepest levels, whatever that looks like and means like to you, just be you. And that might be a cliche or something, but I, I really think that's like, that's, that's everybody's medicine is, is to, for them to just be who they are. And when we are fully ourselves and we f- show up in the world that way, like our medicine exudes from us and it heals other people. Like that's what we have the power to do just by being ourselves at the deepest levels. And it's a never ending infinite journey because the more I know and the more I've become exposed to, the more I realize that I don't know much and (laughs) it humbles the shit out of me time and time again. So just be you, man, whoever you are, whoever needs to hear this, just be you. Nice. Love it. Yeah. I think we really uh, hit the nail on the head in terms of what we wanted to bring up. We just kind of wanted to check in again. It's been a while. Let people know. We're back up and running for 2022 and we got many episodes to come and uh, and lots on the website that we'd love for you to check out. Um, the last thing that I did want to touch on though before we close up this podcast was just to 
just to put it out there, plant the seed in in some some people's consciousness. This this idea, the potential of having a festival of sorts a few years down the road with branded, you know, an Elysium gathering type thing where we bring people together, music, artwork, do workshops, just a really conscious living festival. And I think that given what we're doing and, uh, and how, how we're, you know, about supporting each other in the community, I think that would be something a lot of fun and, um, it would be a lot of work, so we definitely can't do it alone. We'd need, we'd need a lot of help from the community, but uh, I think it would be something. Um, there's just there's magic at festivals, you know. When yeah. when people come together in that way, they're they're really they're really special parts of uh, of the human experience. So I'm a big big fan of uh, conscious festivals, and that's something that I would absolutely love some years down yeah. the road. Oh, looking forward to it, brother. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> right on. Well, uh, thank you all so much for tuning in today. We really appreciate that you're all listening. I know we've had um, so many listeners from all over the world over the last few years, literally tens of thousands of downloads and uh, streams. And it's just, it warms my heart that that, that audience is out there listening to this podcast I can't wait for it to continue to grow. And, uh, it, you know, if you're a listener to this podcast and you enjoy it, please spread the word, share it with your family and friends, share it on social media, wherever favorite us and, uh, leave a good review. All of that helps grow this movement. Absolutely, man. hundred percent. Couldn't have said it better myself. Perfect. Well, with that, any final parting words or did you? I think you got it covered there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I feel complete, man. This is this is a really good chat, and it I, was. Uh, yeah, I just look forward to having more and to connecting with the community, connecting with our audience, and uh, yeah, totally. Feel, for anybody out there, feel free to reach out to to either one of us, either through Elysium Project or through our own um, Instagram accounts or social media platforms. We'll make that available, but. Uh, yeah, we're here to we're here to connect, man. We're here to get to know each other, to meet each other. So Totally. Let's get it let's get it started. Right on. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Austin. I look forward, like I said, mm-hmm. to many, many episodes to come and all the episodes that you'll be hosting. And uh, I can't wait to get back in the chair. And I, I know I have my own list of guests that I'm looking forward to bringing on and uh, and mm-hmm. really just growing, growing this vision. So Once again, thank you all for tuning in. Absolutely. Thank you, everybody. Thanks for listening to the show today. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like, and leave us a review. You can find us online at www.elysiumproject.ca.